Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey. Trey, how was your Christmas? Holidays? Trey would answer, except uh, he's on, yeah, a, on A. And because B is tied up, and now you figured that out, Randy. And there he is. Now he can answer your question. Hey, guys. Yeah, Christmas is good. Hi, still uh, still, still going through Christmas. It's uh, I got four Christmases, one of those types of things. Really? <laughs> so uh, wrapping like up the, the last uh, one today. Kind of yeah. like the Wizard of Oz performances, huh? You got a lot of those? Yeah, or... Yeah, or the movie Four Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that, but I'll, I guess you're experiencing that too, huh? Yeah, Ben Affleck, Reese Witherspoon, not bad. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, Christmas. It's always, uh, you know, it, you know, you're, you, you know, ready to jump into it and everything, and then uh, at the end of it, you're just kind of ready to get back to a little bit of normalcy and stuff. So, um, be back at it tomorrow and. Uh, but yeah, it was a good Christmas. Hope everybody had a great Christmas as well. Trey, so I you, must I must it, say that Bradley Shaw had yeah. the best commitment video. Mm-hmm. Whoever came up with all the concepts that went into it, that was super creative. And uh, I loved the part when he got to the sweatshirts where he'd shake his head like, no, no, not Clemson, no. I mean, he acted yeah. like some of them he wanted to throw up on, much less just shaking his head no to. And then once, obviously, he got to Arkansas, then we know the rest of the story. The other part that I thought was interesting, apparently he had, he had, he had already signed his uh, letter yeah. of agreement with the University of Arkansas on national signing date. But, obviously, uh, he had asked Coach Pittman if he'd hold off on making the announcement until he could make his – uh, video presentation, which turned out to be on Christmas Day. What a Christmas gift yeah. to the uh, Razorback Nation! Yeah, it was a merry, com- merry commitment, and that was uh, <laughs> you know they obviously knew that the, he had signed with them already, but that was good of him to hold off and uh, and let him do his announcement. And there was a lot of people saying he was going to do it January sixth at the All American yeah. Bowl. But, yes, um, you know we had heard that he might do it earlier. It wasn't necessarily on Christmas Day, but just had heard that he was going to maybe do it earlier than that. Of course, for if you're a recruiting writer, it means you're you're going to work on Christmas mm-hmm. Day at ten o'clock. Right. So, yeah, yeah, we had to had to pull myself away from family and stuff, and uh, you know, kind of take over some of those things. But that's uh, don't mind getting to work a little bit uh, to get the number one hundred one overall prospect in the country in Bradley Shaw. He's uh, that's a big time get for him. Um, now, if they can get Jamarian Burnett. To go with him is a four-star running back out of Alabama, also out of Alabama. Um, if they can get him also, that would move them to number 24, I believe, 24 on the uh, on the recruiting rankings. So that would be nice just to, just to make the top 25 list because that's kind of where it cuts off in magazines and things like that. So it's good to get a little bit of exposure if you can. So Arkansas is 26 right now, so that would move them up. Just a little bit, um, just enough to get. Well, it, it, they'd go past uh, Missouri and Kentucky, so they'd move up a couple of spots in the SEC also. Hmm. 
All right, we have a question for you from Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir, I do. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, Trey, just a real, just an easy, simple question. Uh, If you could tell me who the general manager is. The general manager of? The Razorbacks. Yeah, there's not a general manager aside from Sam Pittman. So how did, yeah. how exactly does that work? Does Sam know approximately how much money NIL we have? And yep. does he have like a calculator when he goes out recruiting? Or like, how does this work? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think you need a general manager now or because that's kind of what Sam Pittman's role has turned into. I don't think it makes sense for you to be an offensive coordinator. In a Thank you, Hot Sauce. Because you have so many more things to, to balance now than you used to. Everybody does. I mean, being an assistant coach to me has got to be one of the more miserable professions out there. I know it's super rewarding and you make a lot of money and stuff, but, man, your your life, the amount of time that you spend moving all over the place, trying to work your way up the ladder, people are trashing you on social media, and uh, it's just, man, and then you have to deal with all the NIL stuff. It's not just recruiting based on merit. It's recruiting off of, you know, if you can get, you know, you can spend so much time invested recruiting a guy and then somebody comes and outbids you by you know fifty thousand dollars or more um and you're just going to lose the guy so it's it's a tough balancing act for assistant coaches and for the head coach slash gm is which is what sam Pittman is i mean i've asked him basically that exact same question are you pretty much the general manager of this (laughs) team now and yeah he's like yeah that's pretty much a big part of much bigger part of his job than before i mean obviously you're always going to manage the roster, but now it's about, you know, where your funds go. So, In other words, managing your payroll. Basically, yeah. Uh, this from the Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. I attempted to answer this a moment ago, but I'll go ahead and ask it again from Adam. What is the situation with Kenny Guyton? Is it just rumors or speculation? Or is anyone from the University of Arkansas Confirmed that he's gone to Wisconsin, and I wonder if Gary McGee is the guy that replaces him. If that's the case, would that be Pittman's hire or Petrino's hire? Then Big Keith in the house said Bruce Feldman just said McGee is not coming to Arkansas and hasn't been contacted. I don't know if he said he's not coming to Arkansas, but he says he hasn't been contacted. I mean, they've got a game today, you know. That's true. Louisville does. So, I mean, that would be a pretty typical narrative, I think, for, you know, a coach that's maybe being linked to another job. We'll see on that. It'll be it'll be Petrino's call, I think. I mean, obviously Pittman's going to say yay or nay, but um, it'll be Petrino's call. I, I was a little surprised, to be honest, when he was hired and, you know, they obviously had a change with offensive line coach bringing in Mateos, and that's, you know, a Pittman guy. Uh, you know, he worked under him at Arkansas and such. But uh, I was a little surprised to hear that they wouldn't have, you know, a wide receivers coach or a tight ends coach or something, you know, or a running backs coach, somebody to come in who also knows the Petrino system. You almost always see that when you have a new coordinator hire. They bring in somebody. So not terribly surprised to see that something is happening there, you know, even if it's, you know, in this manner. Um, but – I don't. I wouldn't rule out Garrick McGee just yet. Uh, you know, I think Louisville's a pretty good situation for him. Obviously, they had a really big year this year. Um, you know, they're in year one with Braun. There's some job security there for him. He has moved around a ton. If you look at his resume from the time that he left Louisville the last time, you know, he was 
left Arkansas, I got the UAB head coaching job, left there, took the OC job at Louisville when Petrino got there, and then it's just been, you know, Florida, Missouri, just all over the place, really. Uh, it seems like every every year. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me maybe if he stuck there. You know, I think, you know, Paul Petrino's at Central Michigan. He's the OC there. Mm-hmm. That's probably yes. comparable pay, um, you know, to be wide receivers coach at Arkansas. Uh, but I, I, I just think it's important – to bring in somebody who really knows this offense. I always thought Paul Petrino was a great wide receivers coach when he was at Arkansas. Obviously, he had some great wide receivers to coach, but I always thought he did a really good job teaching them, getting after them. Um, so, and he was what? He was 2013 to, uh, to 2021, I think, head coach at Idaho. Um, you know, so, uh, and then uh, Damian Craig, I think, is another guy to keep an eye on. He was wide receivers coach at Texas A&M last year under Bobby Petrino. That may be the guy to keep an eye on. He doesn't, he's not currently employed. He wasn't, um, you know, retained as part of Mike Elko's new staff there at Texas A&M. So he might be a guy to really keep an eye on. And, you know, maybe that would keep them, you know, in the loop with Evans, uh, the Texas A&M transfer receiver. Maybe that would give them an end there. But those are kind of three that jump out, you know, very early on as a, uh, as the candidates to replace him. Nobody's said anything. There's not been any official release uh, on Kenny Guyton, um, you know, at Wisconsin. It's just been, you know, sources have confirmed that Kenny Guyton is headed to Wisconsin. That's, you know, there's not an official release or anything yet. Trey, this from our Gangstream Museum of America Life and Feedback, Hog Gone. I haven't listened much, so I missed a lot of the, quote, talk. Why are fans so excited about Petrino? He didn't save A&M with that talent. Heck, A&M didn't try to hire him as head coach. My understanding is they were glad to be rid of him. My question is, if he's so good, why hasn't anyone offered him a major head coaching job? I think the professionals know more than we do. Well, first of all, almost everybody who's getting hired nowadays is – in most cases, you know, a young guy. Everybody seems to be looking for the next up-and-coming young coach. Uh, Petrino's, what, 62 now, so he's a little bit older. Um, as far as the time at Texas A&M, if you listen to Petrino at least, he'll tell you, he won't say he was handcuffed, but, I mean, he was basically doing doing Jimbo Fisher's offense. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the way that they do everything, the way that they call it, like he had to learn a lot of that and it wasn't his offense. And you don't always hear coaches say that, but he was pretty candid, I thought, um, you know, um, about some of the limitations that he felt he was under at Texas A&M calling that offense. Um, obviously, we saw what he did when he brought Missouri State up here. You know, I mean, I mean, did that not give people flashbacks of, of what the mm-hmm. offense was like at Arkansas uh, back when he was here? I mean, they until there was about eight minutes left, they were leading the game. They were beating Arkansas until that punt return by Bryce Stevens. So, um, you know, in Louisville, he coached a guy to the Heisman Trophy. They didn't ever, you know, do the same things that they did his first stint at Louisville. But, I mean, they won eight games, what, three times when he was there? I believe um, Lamar Jackson won the Heisman Trophy. Were it eleven games um, one time as well? Maybe, yeah. I think. I mean, I think at least eight games yeah. three times. Um, so, uh, you know, he obviously had success there, and you know, did some good things at Missouri State, and then 
uh, you know, last year it just didn't work out at Texas A&M, basically. Uh, Texas A&M didn't have an awful offense by any stretch, but it wasn't, uh, you know, some of the offenses that we're used to seeing with Petrino. But as far as why Arkansas fans are excited, uh, you know, he went down in his prime here. We never saw, like, a fall. With most people, you know, athletes or whatever, you know, you see them tail off at the end of their career and, you know, or something happens where they end up getting fired or something. Um, with Petrino, that's not how it happened. It ended when, right after they were number five in the country, and that's how people remember him. People always talk about when Petrino was here, when they throw anything back to Arkansas having a successful program or why Arkansas can have a successful program, we all go back to the Petrino years. And so that's why Arkansas fans are excited. It doesn't mean that they're going to recreate it. They weren't necessarily able to recreate the same thing that happened at Louisville when he was there in his first stint. But that's why Arkansas fans are excited about the possibility. And try this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from Caleb. Has Isaiah Satania given an official word yet on coming back next year? I know he never entered the transfer portal, but I would hate to lose him uh, this spring. Uh, I believe in Petrino's offense, he would flourish. Well, like it or not, Caleb, he still has until all players have until January the 2nd to put their name into the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously we're watching se several players that haven't said anything. I mean, there are – I've got him at 86 scholarship players right now, and that's including anybody that has eligibility remaining who hasn't said they're leaving Arkansas. So, obviously, there's a good number of players still left. If they're down to 78 scholarship players, actually, you know, there's – you know, Hudson Clark hasn't said anything. Brady Latham hasn't said anything. Uh, Isaiah Satania hasn't said anything. And, you know, there are a few others that still haven't said what they're going to do. Francis Sherman's another one that hasn't said anything. Uh, so, there's – I don't know why you wouldn't at this point. Um, I don't know what the benefit would be to – to not going ahead and, and announcing what your plans are. But, um, yeah, there's still a good number of players that haven't said what they're going to do yet, and Isaiah Satania is one of those. But they could enter the transfer portal without even making any announcement, couldn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, so, I reported yesterday that um, Mary, uh, uh, Marlon Crockett um, had entered the portal. You know, So they may have and, told Sam. And I don't that's think why. That's I don't why think Pippen, I just know somebody that has access to the portal, and he says, hey, this guy's in there, you know. Yeah. And so there was no announcement from him about it. And that's why your number and Coach Pittman's numbers are probably different because he maybe some guys have already yes. told him or he's told oh, them yeah. one or the other, yeah. yeah. Yes, and I've reached out. You know, I've shown him my scholarship distribution chart that I've got. I've reached out to the university said, hey, this is how I've got it. Mm -hmm. Like, could you help me anywhere? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, of course no they're reply, not going which, to. No. I, I didn't expect any reply, yeah, but I also right. thought maybe I'd get something well, so-and-so is going on medical or something like that. But yeah. um, no, no, I don't believe I got any. I haven't checked it. My I haven't kept up with my email the last couple of days, obviously, with Christmas as much as I normally would. But, I mean, the Kenny Guyton stuff, um, I was doing, when that broke, I was doing Dirty Santa and, you know, <laughs> with, and one of my, um, my number three of four Christmases. So I didn't even see that that was really going until, uh, you know, probably like 9 o'clock. Just, you know, 
you got to draw the line somewhere, I guess. So spending Christmas with the family. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was late to the party on that guide and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just that time of year. So I, maybe somebody emailed me back. I don't think they did, though. Try this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line uh, from the 501 Trey Concern that we've had no movement in the transfer portal for over two weeks now. As far as players coming in? I would assume either way, yeah. but yes. Was it Addison Nichols? Was he the last one, I guess? Yes, yes, he be, was. There will be plenty of movement. I mean, everybody, I believe, who's visited has made a decision. So they're going to have a big group of visitors, I believe, January 6th weekend. They'll have a big group, but they've got – I've, we've got them at nine. I think Pittman says 10 official visits left. You get 56 allowed for each class, which is a number I think they need to change with the with the portal now. So, um, you know, if you've got seven spots left and nine visits or 10, then you need to hit it a pretty good clip. So I would expect them to use all the rest of these, and we'll see how things fall. But uh, it's just, the, it's, it's just I think, the time of year. You know, I mean, we obviously see some movement in the portal, but uh, I think there'll be I think there'll be a lot after that January 6th weekend. Let's see, Trey, this from our Gangster Museum of America live feed and feedback. Larry says, Trey, any offensive defensive line targets on the radio that you can speak on? Um, I mean, I'd have to bring up. We've got a portal. We've got a list somewhere. I don't have it pulled up, but um, let me see if I can find it real quick. I know we know that they want to bring in an interior offensive lineman, a guard that can also snap the ball. Let's see. I've got a link here somewhere. Obviously, tight end, offensive line. So, and I'm not sure if this has been updated because of Christmas and everything. Um, all right, we've got Blackshock and. Fernando Carmona on the list, obviously. Um, I'm trying to see if anybody has been offered. This is Danny Westless. He keeps up with all that. Um, as far as guys that are left to keep an eye on, I don't know if any anybody jumps out just yet uh, that they've offered. Now, they've offered Remington Strickland at Texas A&M, Gino Vandemark at Michigan State, and Omar I believe he's committed elsewhere already from Montana State. I don't think he was quite big enough. Um, so there's a couple of guys, I guess, out there that they've offered. Danny's got a whole long list of guys. Um, as far as interior guys, um, Chris McClellan out of Florida. I don't know if he's committed anywhere yet. So, I mean, there's a few guys, but, yeah, it's hard. It's kind of hard to say right now. I mean, it's – I'm sure that there, there's going to be a bunch of stuff after things settle down a little bit from the holidays and we get closer to that, um, closer, well, after New Year, I would say there'd be a lot more steam picking up on the portal stuff. Trey, from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, J.K. says, first of all, hope you all have a buzz, happy New Year. Then he says, and there couldn't be a day passed without this question, Trey, how about K.J. Jefferson, any word? I haven't heard any word. Um, I mean, out of the gate, I'd heard Auburn. And then, um, like, as a leader, and then I'd also heard that maybe he wasn't um, 
a, a, somebody Auburn was was you know ready to go for just yet. So I don't think it'll be Auburn. Obviously, TCU's been talked about a quite a, uh, quite a lot. UCF seems to make a lot of sense to me. I mean, Gus Malzahn had an offense with um, with Cam Newton at at Auburn, and you know. A lot of people have compared KJ, um, you know, to being similar to Cam Newton, but that 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 to me makes the most sense is um, him landing at UCF, and I, I just hope I don't want to I don't want him to land at another SEC school. Um, not that I don't want the best for him and, and everything. I just I don't know. I don't like the idea of him like coming to Fayetteville if he does go to you know an SEC school, just one that Arkansas doesn't play. I and like no, that idea for sure. Yet. Nothing nothing definitive yet, Randy. All right, real quick, Josh Braun. Any word on Josh Braun? I thought I saw uh, on Twitter where he's bringing it back. I don't remember on Braun if he said that, but I do fully expect him back regardless. All right, Trey. Have a great rest of the day. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy Bye, guys. of hogsports.com.